Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. It's great to be here. It's Tuesday night, October 29th. So I hope Liz and I don't fall asleep in the middle of this podcast. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. And Liz is there in Santa Monica, California. Whoo, we are burning the midnight oil at 7.12 p.m., Liz. Yes. Well, I, I'm subbing for Julie, but somebody needed to step in. It was, we had a medical emergency on our hands. And I was happy to do it, Leanne. But I needed to, like, rush home from work. But I'm here for you. You know, there always needs to be at least one other sister available. And so here I am. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate all the people that have asked about Julie and how she's doing. She did have to go in for surgery today. We were going to record yesterday because, you know, Julie, she's very responsible, didn't want to miss the show. But then the doctor sprung some pre-op on her Monday afternoon. So um, she went into surgery this afternoon, and uh, we got a nice email from her grown-up son who said she's doing fine and uh, resting comfortably and basically waiting for the meds to wear off. So I haven't spoken to her, but everything looks A-OK. I, I texted her after I got the email from her son, Nick, to just say, OK, I hope you're feeling better, thinking of you. But I knew after wrist surgery, she wasn't exactly <laughs> going to be test- texting me back. So I, you know, I didn't mean to put any pressure on her. But she did tell us on the show on Sunday that she had figured out how to use Siri for all of her text messaging, which is a skill that I can't believe... Julie has before any of the rest of us, you know, <laughs> so I'm very, very happy for her that this, um, this temporary disability has forced her to acquire some new technical skills. Liz, we're going to talk about a few technical terms later on in the show. I am going to quiz you or ask you a couple of questions about some terms I've been hearing in the news and in everyday conversation bandied about, about that I just don't feel like I'm going to be a part of these okay. <laughs> these, okay. these things. Uh, but I want to know if you're a part of them, Liz. I, I can't, I can't promise I will even recognize the terms. But okay. And okay. Also, you and can also try me I out. have some exciting uh, news about the Chaos Chronicles, but I'll save that till the end of the show because of course we have the big noms to talk about Liz (laughs) okay they say in Hollywood (laughs) okay we owe this all to you people to the extended satellite sisterhood we honestly did not even know about the podcast awards at podcastawards.com I mean you vaguely knew Leanne because you're going to the conference but we had no idea that we had we could possibly be in the running until the groundswell from all of you began on the Facebook page and miraculously during the nomination process, which is now closed, uh, we earned, the Satellite Sisters earned a nomination for People's Choice, which People's I, choice. I consider People's that choice. to be the top award. I mean, I do too. How do you get any better than the people? Yeah. There's no people, every, all the other categories, I printed out all the categories. I had no idea people did podcasts in some of these categories. But, you know, we just want to be the podcast of the people. We don't, okay, so there's, you know, cultural and arts, wah, wah. There's gaming, okay. I, I know there are a lot of podcasts about how to win at whatever game you, um, you do. There are a lot of food and drink podcasts. Yes. Obviously, there are comedy podcasts, and... 
we know we are very funny, but we purposely don't put ourselves in the comedy category because you're going to get totally beat by Adam Carolla in that category, yeah. no matter or John what. Oliver. John, uh, John Oliver. That, John Oliver's there. Mark Maron is there. Yeah. So we knew we had no chance. We don't really think of ourselves actually as comedy. No. We just have a lot of fun here. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we're in the People's Choice category. But then, Leon, you also said we turned up in general. General. <laughs> we didn't even. We I didn't know that was a category. <laughs> so, so, again, thank you, people. You voted us in in two categories, People's Choice and uh, General, whatever that. I guess General is anything that's not anything else, right? That's right. Can't be categorized. Like, we're in the general category with Manic Mommies, who does yeah. a very fine podcast as well. Right. And several other. Oh, the School of Podcasting podcast. Oh, that's a podcast we have participated with, right? That's right. We Well, we just hired that guy to do some consulting for us. <laughs> We thought, I think we know as much as that guy. Now we are. Yeah, now we're going to be doing the podcasting consulting because, (laughs) really, I mean, we have been podcasting for almost 10 years. There's there's almost nobody else in the world that can say that. So I'm I'm sad there isn't a longevity category because we could rock longevity. Anyway, so, so so Liz, now we have to rally you once again. Now you've done such a good job of the nominations category. And I was pleased to see as they put together the nominations, voting, your voting accounted for 40% of your total score. But there, Liz, there was actually like 10% of your total score was content. <laughs> You're kidding. No. So who's who's judging? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at this now. Yeah. No, and there's... And, you Uh-oh, know, 15% for quality of sound. Quality uh-huh. of sound. Somehow we snuck by on that one. We must have had a really good day. That You know, really good connectivity. I guess Sheila wasn't on that day. I don't know. Right. So, so So there were a lot of factors in the nominations. But now I don't really understand how they picked the winner. But here's the deal. You have to, uh, we will put the links at SatelliteSisters.com, ChaosChronicles.com, and all of our many Facebook pages and uh, group pages and show pages. And it's just a simple voting process. You have to log in. You can vote once a day from each email address uh, for two weeks. That's the good news. It only goes two weeks. It's mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. it's from the 1st of November to the 15th of November. Right, and you have to go to the podcastawards.com website. The, um, the, the rules are very funny because the voting process is super simple. Voting is going to last for 15 days and starts on November 1st, and in all circumstances will end at 2359 HST on the last day of voting. I was like, HST, what is that? That must be Hawaii Standard Time. Right? I've never oh, even, I guess. I, I've never heard that term. I have never seen it before. So um, so it's all very clear. And please... So we have people in Hawaii. <laughs> so keep voting. <laughs> right. Keep we, voting. Could, we could have like a last-minute surge there in the last hour with our Hawaii voting block. That would be excellent. It would be like winning on eBay, you know, where you wait until the clock is counting down. Um, but here's the thing. The thing that surprised me about the podcasting world, Leon, is that apparently it's incredibly cutthroat. And we did not know this. Um, because when you go to the rules and regulations for the voting, which we were checking for you today, the first thing you get is like, 
practically an FBI warning. You know how they have, like, on videotapes, like, you are not allowed to copy this? There's an FBI warning that says, in the past, there has been a tendency by individuals to get overzealous in these types of events and try to circumvent the process by building tools or using proxy servers. We have put in place behind the scenes a mechanism that requires you to do all the voting from this site. In other words, people were going out and inventing these little bots that were just voting over and over and over again. And it said the the site is going to strictly enforce the rules, and any podcaster nominator that is caught cheating, we reserve the right to have all of their votes removed. Wow. I, I was reading this thinking... Well, we are certainly not smart enough to figure out how to do this, how to have some little bot that you could just fire up. And if you are, good for you, but don't do it, okay? I'm guessing, Liz, I have to guess that those are the gaming podcast people. Yes. I, I think, <laughs> oh, of I, course. I don't, think yes. it's the, I don't think it's the religion and no. the spirituality podcast <laughs> or really even the sex podcast that are nominated. <laughs> I'm thinking it's the gamers. It says, yeah. to uh-huh. build their own computers. So. It says, we have implemented very strong tracking through various means, which we will not discuss or disclose, disclose, which I think is exactly the same thing the NSA said in their congressional testimony today uh, when they were talking about spying on Angela Merkel. So uh, these, are, these may be the same people running this contest. We cannot help you if there's the NSA behind the scenes here. Anyway, all you have to do is go to podcastawards.com every day starting November 1. Vote for us in both of our categories. So as we said, that's people's choice and general. But then we are also throwing the whole Satellite Sisters voting block behind our longtime Satellite Sister Beckett, who is nominated for the History Chicks. So everyone who votes for us, we hope you feel a moral obligation (laughs) to vote for the other Satellite Sister in the competition, Beckett, the History Chicks. I didn't even look up what category that was in later. That's an education. Education. She's she's in a tough field because she's up against um, Grammar Girl. Uh-oh. who uh, has like 500,000 downloads a month. And I only know that because she's on the panel that, oh. with me that I'm on at the New Media Expo. I'm speaking at the panel, so I'll be at the awards that, that Sunday night in Las Vegas. But, yeah, uh, Beckett does a great history podcast. It's really fun to listen to. If you haven't listened to the History Chicks, now's your chance, and then you can vote with impunity uh, for them in the education category. But we are sort of pooling our, uh, our resources, which does not appear to be against the rules because we don't know how to rig anything. Our resources are Twitter and our podcast. And I think that's legal. So I'm hoping we can help Beckett beat the Grammar Girls. But also, like in the People's Choice category, we have... We have several stiff competitors. I, I think know. I think the most competition is going to come from two sources. We're up against ESPN. Okay. Yeah. They have a lot of people. People. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's ESPN. I know yes. it's just like their baseball podcast or something, but it is the season. So, and it is world, the World Series. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. So we have to beat ESPN. Then the other people we are competing at, we're competing against the Taylor Swift podcast. Taylor yeah. Talk. Taylor Talk. 
No. I started following them on Twitter, Liz, oh. just to glean some inside information on Taylor Talk. And uh, the bad news, and this is just a podcast about Taylor Swift. She's not on the podcast. Uh, this is the Swifties. That's how, what Taylor's fans are called. Oh. This is the Swifties producing their own fan cast. And the bad news, Liz, is there are 9,000 Swifties uh, following the Taylor Talk podcast on Twitter. Oh, man. So, just in terms of sheer numbers, uh, they're way out ahead of us. Okay, so, th- this is where, like, we move from geometry into algebra, Satellite <laughs> Sisters. You need to recruit everyone you know. Like, you, not only do you need to vote every day, you need to post it on your Facebook page <laughs> that you are voting every day. We are going to be totally annoying. We're going to post this on our Facebook page every day. Just as a little reminder, hey, did you vote today? Hey, right. you know. It's just two weeks. Yeah. It would be fun to win. I'm going to be there, so what are the chances? But either in general or in people's choice, and don't forget the history chicks in education. Uh, Leanne, can I give you an award already? Yeah. Because I was, uh, I was on the podcastawards.com site today, of course, when I was at work, allegedly working, but I was actually preparing for the show. And they had um, photos of all of the people that are doing panels um, at this new media conference in Las Vegas in January. And you clearly, hands down, win the award for best headshot. The rest, <laughs> the rest of these people, it's like guys standing in their bedroom taking a selfie. I, I, I'm sorry. You will, we should be able to beat these people that can't even, like, get some hair and makeup done for their headshots. Right? <laughs> Thank you. I know, Thank it, you Liz. I know it's radio, but we care. We care about things like that. So go to podcastawards.com, look at the speakers for the new media conference, and I think you'll clearly agree that Leah wins the headshot competition. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's quite a conference. It's blogging, it's it's any digital content, and it's podcasting. So, And I am on a panel of all women podcasters, and I titled our panel because it was like women podcasters. That was the which is... Okay, isn't wow. right, right there you have the problem with podcasting. Right, right. Hmm, what are we going to do with you for <laughs> women podcasters? So, so what's uh, your I titled, title? I titled it uh, Ladies Start Your Microphones. Oh, and, uh, I like it. And the uh, sort of the, the vibe of our podcast panel is like how can women podcasters support each other? So, yes. okay. so uh, that's what we're trying to sort of talk about, creating a community of female podcasters like there is a community of female bloggers. So, okay. uh, like you know, plus talking about our individual shows, it's the Grammar Girl. It's a woman that does a great yoga podcast and has been doing one for 10 years and another woman that does a business podcast. So, con- you know, content-wise, we don't have a lot in common. Okay, but um, I think it'll be fun. So we need to support them, but we also need to beat them. Yes, right? we need to beat them first. So let's just... Liz, I mentioned them on the air. I know. That's good. It's very supportive of you, Leon. Yeah, yeah. But we still want everyone to vote for Beckett and the History Chicks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So enough about it, but we would like to thank you very much. A lot of you did nominate and go uh, do what you were supposed to do. Do your due diligence. You know, you used all seven Gmail addresses that you have. We, we appreciate that. <laughs> Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. 
the moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OSEAMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for part of the summer... I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh, what what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just gonna buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's a hundred percent grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay, so um, we had a couple of news stories. Mine, let, let me just start with this. Um, you may or may not know, Leanne, that today is National Cat Day. Did you know that? 
I, I, you know what, Liz, I saw it on the Twitter. <laughs> you did? Okay. So yeah. to, to celebrate National Cat Day, I have two stories about dogs that I would <laughs> like to share. <laughs> because, you know, you know, the Satellite Sisterhood knows we're dog people. It's not that we have anything against cats except for massive allergies, right? right? So it's not some feline form of racism. It is just... It's just allergic reactions. You've just never gotten close to cats, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. So, so dog stories. So this is really a dog so – this is where a dog story meets the story of everything that's wrong about Los Angeles to, yeah. the, to the extent that some things are. I mean, I love living here. But, okay, this was on the CBS Los Angeles website today. And the headline is, Plastic Surgery for Your Pet? Question mark? Oh, no. They actually, Leanne, they had a guy on the show, Dr. Jeffrey Werber, a renowned veterinarian and pet parenting specialist, visited the KCAL 9 studios to explain why pet, pet, pet plastic surgery has become more widely accepted and why... And how when plastic surgery makes sense for your pet, like what you should be thinking about. Okay? Okay. When does it ever make sense for a pet? Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, Dr. Jeffrey. But first of all, I don't even like the term pet parenting. I just no. I know people use that, and I can understand how much you love your dog, because I totally love my dog. But I try to retain the perspective about the difference between loving and caring for a dog and the difference between mm-hmm. loving and caring for an actual human being. <laughs> So, like, I am a dog lover, and, you know, Ferris is right here. He's right here with me now. I'm actually petting him even as I am saying this. So I'm doing a very good – I'm caring for my dog, but I'm not actually parenting my dog. (laughs) Anyway, so um, here's what Dr. Jeff has already done on the dogs in his clinic. Uh, Tummy tucks, nose jobs, and eye procedures are the most popular surgeries, Leanne. I, I don't even know what to say to this. I, I, it's almost like it's a prank. I, I, maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's, no, I'm sure. Well, the CBS, CBS News. Yeah. CBS, I'm sure it's real, sadly. That's, I mean, the thing is, local Los Angeles news, we've I talked know. about this before on Satellite Sisters. It is the lowest of the low. It, it is. It's like, it, it, it's almost all celebrity news when it's not actual, like, crimes and killing or helicopter shots of car chases it's just all celebrities all the time right and or plastic surgery or yes plastic surgery right story. and so this is a way to bring together the things they care about you know so yeah he said like you can with these reconstructive surgeries allow your pets to see better to chew better and that's where he recommends braces have you ever heard of that oh my gosh doggy braces <laughs> I, I don't even like dogs and clothes. I'll say it. Like, I don't even <laughs> like the rare exception being wiener dogs in, in costumes uh, for Halloween. I, But only wiener dogs are allowed to wear costumes? Yeah. Well, Liz, I saw a picture today of a wiener dog wearing a hot dog costume. And then there was a sticker on it that said, my name is Anthony. So, <laughs> Anthony wiener dog. <laughs> Best costume ever. 
I think this is the one week a year where you're allowed to dress up your dog. Oh, yeah. I really, right. I really do think that. Like, I'm okay. I don't do that to Ferris because he seems to find it totally undignified. Um, but I have plenty of friends who dress up their dogs I do, and cats. So if you want to dress up your cat this week, have at it. Or today for National Cat Day. If you're doing that. Go for it. Um, braces. Braces is beyond the pale. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. There are also some post-op recommendations for if you give your dog surgery. So I was thinking I should recommend these to Julie because they're really kind of, Julie had surgery today. And the recommendations for how to keep your pet calm and healthy during recovery, number one, provide a calm, quiet environment. Okay. Well, Julie needs that today. Yes. As would your pet if they had a nose job. Um, it says, if there are multiple pets, keep them separated. Again, with Julie, I feel like she should probably stay away from other people who also had surgery today. <laughs> and maybe even stay away from her dog, Zorro, who will jump on her. And depending on your pet's inclination for too much activity too soon, you might need a mild sedative to help. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a calming formula. And I suspect Julie is probably in the market tonight, too, for some calming help. Some yes. kind of, maybe even more than a sedative. Anyway, it works. Dr. Jeffrey says it works for dogs. I think today it might also work for Julie. So, okay, that was my, my first dog story. That was just crazy. My second dog story is more of a moral dilemma that I'm just going to put out there. And I want advice on. <clears throat> Lee, and you know, I've been um, debating what to do for Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously it's coming up. And uh, I am, plan A would be to go to Bend, Oregon, where I will see our brother Dick and our sister Monica. And I have a little bungalow there. And I haven't been there since the 4th of July. And they have recently reinstated the nonstop flights from Los Angeles to Bend. Like so recently, I've never taken it. So it seems like you could go up and back for four or five days and enjoy Thanksgiving in Oregon, which would be delightful. Uh, plan B is to just stay home and spend Thanksgiving with you and Sheila and our brother Brendan who's here and just to enjoy being home in Santa Monica because I will actually be in Latin America the whole week before. So I may not want to travel. But here's where the moral dilemma, dilemma comes in. If I travel, I only want to do that if I can take Ferris with me. And so the new airline that is now doing these flights to Bend actually accepts pets. And the previous airline, Horizon Airlines, which used to go there, did not. So it was never a choice. But now that American is doing it, yes, I can bring my pet. I asked if I could buy him a seat, and they said, no, I am not allowed to buy him a seat. <laughs> but I don't know why I can't buy him a seat. He would be, I know. He's I like, wouldn't mind sitting next to Ferris. I know. That's, thank you. Yes. Well, maybe I could buy three seats, and you could be on the aisle. I'll be on the window. We you could dress him up like Anthony Weiner. <laughs> So anyway, so so I'm having this. He's never been on a plane. I've never checked him as cargo. And even though I can do this, I just don't know if I can do this. I don't yeah. know if I can put him on a crate and say, okay, see you later, buddy. I know it's only a two-hour flight. It's only two hours. What I realized I would, today. I would check with your vet. That might make you feel better. Okay. 
I realized that what's really holding me back, obviously people fly with their pets all the time. Right. But what's holding me back is that somehow on that end, he's going to come out of that crate and never trust me again. Oh, you know? it's, yeah. It's more like I know he will survive. It's only a two-hour flight. He'll get there. He'll be okay, even if it's an emotional two hours. But don't you think he's going to come out of that crate and just think, what the hell? <laughs> What's the perfect minute? I mean, what the perfect minute? <laughs> uh, we've known each other for 10 years, and you have never done that to me. Why would you do that? What was that? What is that all about? So that's Well, he's certainly not going to want to get back in the crate on the other end of the To come crate. home. I know. Yeah. You're going to have to really dope him up. So I you know... Noticed, I was on a plane the other day and coming home from Dallas, uh, from my New Orleans trip through Dallas, and I heard this sound, and I thought, huh, it was a dog barking. Have you ever heard that through a plane? Oh, and the dog was in cargo? And the dog was in cargo, and oh. I knew from the sound of that bark, I was like, that's a German Shepherd. And that dog was barking his head off and then just stopped, like got hit by the train gun or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he came out He came out in cargo, and it was a big German Shepherd, just like Mia. Uh, and he was like, what am I doing in New Orleans? And it was... <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing in this crate in New Orleans? Yeah. So, so um, I, I know many of you listening yeah, have, have, done, have, have checked have, your dogs, and you've had a wide variety of experiences. I would like to hear all about them, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, should I do this? It would be really nice to go to Oregon. It would be fun. And I've been driving back and forth the last two years because I wanted to take him, and <laughs> I couldn't take him on a plane. It is a long drive, too. You just yeah. it's a long yeah. drive. It's a two-day you, drive. You have to spend the night on your way. So I just need a little perspective on this. So any of you who have experience, no matter what your story is, I, I would just like to hear it. And um, part of me wants to try it at Thanksgiving as a dry run for Christmas. But then I, thanks, I even hate traveling at Thanksgiving. So <laughs> why? <laughs> you know, it's the worst time of the year to be on a plane. Or it's the worst time of the year to be in an airport. Yeah, because it's so, right. It's packed. Just, you know, everyone goes on Wednesday and comes home on Sunday. Yeah. You just don't have a lot of options. So this is a Liz, cry, I don't know what, to, I don't, I honestly don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I know. You've never done this, right? You've never flown no. a dog. Why would we want to take our dog anywhere? <laughs> She's not, she would be neurotic for the, the whole weekend. She would, the crit, she wouldn't mind. It's the rest of the vacation. That would be a problem with her. She's not good out of her home environment. <laughs> so, okay. Um, okay, dog but, people. On National Cat Day, I just need some dog advice from you. So you can post that. At the Facebook page that we have a Satellite Sisters group. Just go there and tell me about your experiences. I like sooner or later I'm going to have to try. Or maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what to do. I'll just leave it there. That's it. I have a doggy dilemma. I need your help. Okay, Liz. Now I'm going to run a couple of business terms by you. Okay. I want you to. Okay, at the end of a hard day. I know, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. This one I'm sure you've heard. I think you might have even used it. I just realized that I may have no opportunity to ever use this in a sentence in my life. Oh, he pinged me the other day. Oh, just ping me if you need something. Liz, what is a ping? What is that? Is that like when you have a whole network of people that you communicate with? What is it? Can I just say, 
I have vowed to never say that, Leanne. Okay. I, you know what it is? What is it? Oh, it's is what, it like it's, 9 No, it's what the cool people say instead of saying email me because email me is not cool. It just means generically send me a message. Like whatever messaging technology you're using, if it's text or if it's email or I suppose some people even voicemail occasionally now still. But it's just like what the cool kids say like, hey. Get back to me on that. But they just mean whatever electronic form it is. And I feel totally duped. I thought I had to have like a whole like inter-office network. And <laughs> like, no. Oh, I no. guess I can't ping because I got no. nobody to ping. Like, my, oh, you thought you needed ping? like a, it's like a Twitter follower group or something? Or Yeah, well, I thought it was like an inter-office thing. Oh, no. I, I didn't know no. it was just a substitute for email. It's just oh, a for thing. for God's sake. I mean, I That's... could be totally wrong. Again, please correct me, people, if I'm wrong. But I've just taken that. It is a synonym for email for people that just thinks, think email sounds too pedestrian. So, <laughs> okay. So, I feel better now. Now I'm resentful so of the I, people who say I will okay. never say it. Okay. I believe you, Liz. Okay, and then the other one, I have tried desperately to understand this. I have listened to the Slate explainers. I have read the Wikipedia page. I have tried to read things in the Wall Street Journal. Liz, I don't understand Bitcoin. Oh, God. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, like, okay. really, I was actually working on this earlier this week. Like, yesterday, there was something on the news about Bitcoin because that Silk Road website that they busted where they were actually selling drugs online. Did you hear about yes. that whole case? Yes, yes, Okay, so the reason Silk Road was working for, like, narcotic drug trafficking is because they were taking payment in Bitcoin. And, uh, like, I know it is some kind of digital monetization scheme but yes, I, I don't here are the several here are the descriptions i have heard at various websites in various places cryptocurrency oh. anonymous digital currency yeah. with mega aspirations and no central authority and a consensus network that enables a new payment system okay <laughs> essentially right. and now liz as if that's not confusing enough in vancouver canada the first Bitcoin ATM machine. Just. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only 
carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, you I like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift-giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and FrameBridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but FrameBridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. What? Just, but what, what would it physically you, be? What? I don't, you, I don't know, Liz, you trade your Bitcoin. And all I can think of is like, isn't this like Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I mean... <laughs> Isn't the same people that yeah. bought Yu-Gi-Oh cards when they were nine every, are now trading in digital currency? No. Every time I hear about it, it seems to me like furs and skins. Like the yeah. original early American trappers. Like, I will give you my clams if you give me your raccoon pelts. I, I, I don't know, Leanne. I, That's what it, it is. It's And it has an end date. Like... Uh, initially, people paid for the Bitcoin, $7.50 for one Bitcoin, whatever that is. They paid hard cash, but there's no central authority. So it's not like there's a bank with that money, Liz. And now they're trading at $250. There are people like Japanese business people trading yen for actual Bitcoin. But mostly Bitcoin is accepted, according to several stories I've read, in like coffee shops in Berlin. Like <laughs> you can... Like, get a coffee from Dieter and give him Bitcoin. I don't... Okay, that does seem very Berlin. It's just, 
Okay. I was I'm, hoping you right could shed some light. No, right but. now, as we're talking about this, I'm actually looking up a former colleague of mine on um, Facebook because I, he's the kind of person, I'm not going to divulge any more about his identity, except he comes out of the digital world and he has his Facebook posts are like these crazy single sentences that are judgments of things that I do not understand even what he's talking about, <laughs> never mind what his judgment is. But here's what he posted yesterday, Liam. Okay. And, and here's what it says on his Facebook page. It just says, Bitcoin's wild instability makes it an interesting investment, but a lousy currency. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't... I'd say take the coffee. Get the Bitcoin <laughs> and take the latte. I don't so I, I could get, I could give someone some fake thing and actually get a latte. That would be it's good. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh card, Liz. It's the same guys. It's the same. It's the same people. And okay. as parents, you're like, was there a reason we just paid twenty dollars for that card that a year later you have no interest in and has no value? Yeah, it's what it is. It's yeah, <laughs> I just feel like it's it's more like buying Manhattan for $26 worth of beads, you know? It's just like, it goes way back. In history, we've just invented these things and given them some value, like just made up some value. I mean, a piece of paper isn't necessarily worth a dollar or $10. Right. We just, we just all decided to believe it. Like, we're all going to play along, right? We're all going to believe a $10 bill is worth $10, whatever that is. So Bitcoin, it seems to be like... The next phase of that, but no, I, I'm not going for it. Here's what I'd like to propose. If there is a new consensus currency on, put this on your friend's Facebook page, see what he thinks of it. Uh, the new consensus network that enables a new payment system, I would like it to be old Lego pieces because <laughs> you, you have a lot of those. I have a million of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I have invested hard cash in that. Okay. So, so that's the retirement plan yeah. is to convert <laughs> Lego pieces into an international alternative currency. <laughs> I like Let it. Echo coin. Because I think there are a lot of parents in your position, Leanne. So people would get behind that uh, much more than this thing, whatever. Yeah, it's and using the word coin in the word, it's just meant to deceive you. There are no coins involved. There's no coins, Liz. There's no there there. It's decentralized. There's no bank vault with all that gold. No. It's, yeah, it's sort of like who's in charge of Wikipedia. I don't know. I, you know, it, crowdsourced currency, I'm just not going to believe in that. I like, I will believe that they can write an interesting, you know, entry on Wikipedia more than I believe they're going to create a stable currency that I should be converting my hard-earned Lego pieces into. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're, All right, we're, we, we're together we, on that one. Oh, it's, it's bedtime for us here. Um, no, but I wanted to tell you a couple things I have coming up, Liz. Well, just the one thing. I don't really. I'm I, sure you have many things. I have a few things, but um, the good news is I really don't have many things because last Friday I really finished up sort of the bulk of all my speaking. So that was the last official event, Liz, where I had to put on um, pants with like a zipper and blow dry my hair. <laughs> So I feel so like, like I feel like you've been saying that for two months though. I know, but this was really it. And okay. uh, so I'm in a zipper free zone uh, till the end of the year. And in fact, my son looked at me the other day when I picked him up at school at three o'clock. He's like, is that have, 
have you left the house all day in that or what? <laughs> so that's good. When I when, when some... high school sophomores are judging your wardrobe I am. and your well, and your grooming, I look bad. I look bad. I'll give him credit. Did not look good. But I will say one of the things that I find myself with some time to do and interest to do. I had talked about uh, suspending or even ending the Chaos Chronicles podcast, but I've decided to give it another go. Uh, there seems to be a need for it. I feel like I had fun doing it, and maybe I can take it in a new direction. And I've also realized, like, when I'm not actually traveling and speaking five days a week, I have some time. Yeah, you know, Julie yeah. and I are producing the Satellite Sisters shows on Tuesday, so I'm going to try to produce the Chaos Chronicles on Tuesday afternoon. We're doing Satellite Sisters in the morning. I'll try to do pr- all production in one day. And hopefully that will work out. But I actually, uh, Liz, I surprised myself. This week I have a guest. I might come back satellite uh, Chaos Chronicles tomorrow. I like it. Who would you interview? Um, can, can you forward promote that at all? On I, can. I can. I can. Uh, Kristen uh, KBR, as she's known in the Satellite Sisterhood. KBR. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Well, I know Kristen Chris, then. Kristen sure. Beckstrom Radcliffe. Sure. Who, uh, is a licensed social worker, longtime Satellite Sister listener, but she has a new children's book out that she co-wrote with her daughter, and it's about dealing with anxiety. Her daughter has um, been diagnosed with anxiety and OCD. So they wrote this book to help kids cope, but I talked to Kristen today. I recorded it, and I'll, I'll post that, um, uh, that interview tomorrow, but she just does a really great job explaining her daughter's situation and you know what they hope to get out of the book and, and also her own sort of way of coping with this because yeah, that must be hard very hard so uh but she's very honest and great and it was really a pleasure to talk to her today so that will be in the news in the new chaos chronicles tomorrow okay that's very exciting i like it there you go so well you know i was thinking this weekend for satellite sisters you know we said in september that we were going to start bringing in the youngins that we we have our nieces and daughters and Satellite Sister Next Gen. And we interviewed Catherine Dolan in September, who is our niece who's in her 20s, living in New York, as you're required to do in your 20s. And um, the, uh, anyway, so we, but we haven't brought back one of the Satellite Sisters Next Gen since then. But Catherine was, cited by many publications um, after Superstorm Sandy last year. She was one of the people that created a special, like, registry for people who wanted to send stuff to the needy, and it was called Occupy Sandy Wedding Registry. So they figured out basically how to hijack the wedding registry industry and use it to to get things that were needed to Sandy victims. Anyway, so our brother Jim, I'm sure you saw this, today he emailed us. There's a very nice article about Catherine and her work for Occupy Sandy and the registry um, in the current issue of Marie Claire. So we will post that on Satellite Sisters. But I'm thinking maybe we got to touch base with Catherine again. We promised we'd go back and talk to her. And we got these. We have Sheila's daughter, Ruthie, whose first film is just entering film festivals. We got some people in the next gen. So maybe this is the season for us busting out, Leanne. Both Chaos Chronicles and Satellite Sisters. Well, give them a call. Liz, Aunt Liz, producer Aunt Liz, give them a call. (laughs) Sounds good. Or or maybe I'll just be too lazy and it'll just be us this weekend. Whatever. I I mean, we are the people's choice. (laughs) 
But I was thinking the next gen, you know, they're super digital. So we might be able to really rally some votes over the next two weeks if we got Catherine's people voting. She works at a digital advertising agency. She could figure out how to generate some votes. Anyway, okay, we're not cheating. No, I'm sorry, podcastawards.com. We are, we are and will remain the people's choice in following your rules. We don't the, know if the Swifties the are listening either. They could be <laughs> listening in. <laughs> the Swifties. Anyway. Well, Liz, I just, I know people might have been concerned because the Jonas Brothers announced that they were breaking up today, but the Satellite Sisters still intact. So. Okay, I missed that news. Somehow, at my job, I didn't see any Jonas Brothers news. Yep, really? The Joe, the Joe Bros are still brothers, but they're no longer a band. But right. we... Are both sisters and a talk show. So, <laughs> got that going for us. <laughs> we we have not yet invented our own currency, and I think that's our next that's our next big move. We may or may not be able to revolutionize podcasting, though we can win our two categories. But maybe inventing our own currency is really how we're going to make our mark in the world, Liam. Okay, get get someone else on that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> okay. All right. On that note, <laughs> don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs> <laughs>